You bent under the yoke of your tyrant. Since the day you were born, he ruled as an absolute master of the land, and he was to last long after your sorry life. You laughed at the optimistic outsiders and their dreams of giving you emancipation. You are the outsider now. Is the plight of others so easily dismissed now that you have acquired self-determination? Your soul that was birthed in the heart of darkness, will it only care for its own animalistic survival, or will you shed your own chains? Alex says, you don't look like rich people to me. We're rich in spirit. How did you acquire Wizards of the Wine Wines if you're not rich? Well, we were near it. It's in Barovia. It was not imported. It was a domestic. Oh, you come from the where they make it? Yes. It must be a very nice place. <laughs> Yes, it was. Well, nice or not, I am pretty sure it no longer exists. How is that even possible? Uh, we wish we knew. People, please don't just vanish. I'm just a farmer. I don't have the answers. You don't look like a farmer. Certainly not with that thing. It was a family thing. I started picking it up when times got significantly harder and more and more responsibilities fell on me. You would not believe the amount of dire wolves that infested the forests. <laughs> Lucian yeah. nodding yep. heavily. <laughs> he's not saying anything, he's just keeping on eating. Shofra, like, at the mention of, like, favorite meal, I don't really have favorites because the group I was with, the caravans were leaving very regularly and I had to move from place to place. I feared they would all leave and I would be alone, but unfortunately, uh, disaster struck and that is why you see us here. Another man pipes up when he said the, the caravan had to leave often. He says, Are you, um, are you Vistani? I was not formally made a Vistani, but... I spent good portion of life with them, yes. Anybody who wants can make an insight check. Fishtani check. I don't know shit, man. I'm looking at the bottom of my bowl. <laughs> Lucian, I mean, you know the Vistani. Some of them like the Vistani, some of them don't. Shrofry, you're much, like, having lived with them, you know that depending on where they travel, they can be really badly received or well-received. It really depends on the different plants that are going. When you mentioned that you were traveling with them and were basically with them, a couple of the guards, they exchange looks and they make a sign that you can't really tell what it means, but you think it's pejorative. Like, it's definitely a negative. Joffre takes notice of this, but he doesn't say anything. He just kind of breathes in and exhales through his nose and just leaves it at that. Well, you know, hey, it's a whole room full of guards and only a couple of them seem put off, so that's pretty good. <laughs> yes, but now I don't feel like being murdered in my sleep. 
It's not. Well, hey, look, we already had that experience, and they failed horribly. You sigh, you let it go, and they don't push it either. He was just checking, like Oleg was checking. Uh, no, sorry, the other dude was checking. Oleg mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be too much put out by it. Oleg is a bit younger than the other guys that are in here. So everybody finished their meal, and then one of the colleagues is like, Now, before we start flinging pointy things at walls, we better get a bit, uh, spicy. And he... Vodka! Oh no. He takes out, like, a a bottle (laughs) of uh, a very strong-smelling something. (laughs) It's bat vodka. (laughs) Bat vodka? (laughs) No, not bad. Bat. (laughs) You know... Artisanal yeah. stuff that can make you blind type oh. of alcohol. Oh, uh, moonshine. moonshine. Oh, like yeah. moonshine. Ah. <laughs> well, fuck. John, we have a decision to make here. How many batteries were used in the making of this moonshine? Who's going to bed because they're an old person? And who's playing darts and drinking? <laughs> How specifically targeted? Because <laughs> she's been darts. saying it every time. Well, you take a shot. It'll help you go to sleep faster. Yeah, for sure. You'll get drunk real fast. Take a shot and a shot of darts. I don't want to drink again. Last time we did, something bad happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta remember, if this is if it's artisanal vodka, it'll cleanse you right up. If you have any parasites... Uh, <laughs> all the bacteria, gone. Even the good ones. Any living organism. Exactly. <laughs> good, bad, it's all burned away. A bunch of glasses are being distributed around. But you see, it's not with Alyosha where they took the shot, they're sipping it. They're taking. They're okay. taking their time. <laughs> yeah, he's going to go uh, chip some ice, and he puts some ice in the drink. They're still getting sloshed, but just <laughs> at a slow pace. <laughs> no, they're guards, so they need to have some semblance of sobriety, so they can't get like shit face drunk, but they can still enjoy a drink. Exactly. Also, if we get drunk, we're already at disadvantage, guys. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> <laughs> The benefits of being drunk in 5th edition. (laughs) (laughs) This time, I'm not having you roll con saves. If you want to drink slowly, you guys are okay. Now we know what it is. Slowly. (laughs) For the darts, you can tell that these men are not very rich. They don't have a lot of money. They don't have that much, but you see, like, the pot consists of stuff that they can spare. And some of them have strips of jerky, one of them has a nice pair of socks, and, you know, like, they put nice stuff that they're willing to put on the line in the chair. If you guys want to play, you need to contribute to the pot, but it's not just money. Have we seen guns in any of these people? They don't have guns, as far as you can tell. I'm so tempted to put that in the pot. I, as a player, know that hell no. Zana's like, I mean, these seem valuable, but I don't know how, like, compared to this, but... I still want one of those. (laughs) I have one, but uh, I'm not trading that. I need to experiment on that shit. I don't have a tongue that I want to gamble. Oh! I have a holy symbol. I will gamble my holy symbol. (laughs) Holy symbol of what? I don't know, actually. I'm trying to think of what in Barovia we would find holy. I mean, the Moon Mother, maybe? Father Light, probably. Father Light. Father Light and Mother Night. 
Father Light. So probably Father Light. I have one of Father Light's pendants, but I ain't wagering that. I've got Mother Knight, but that was something that Lasaga snuck onto him. Like, she knew he was gonna escape, so she just left that in his pack as a symbol, like, I am always watching. Can you explain for me what it is? So in Veronia, there were two deities, the god of good and light and the sun and, you know, everything nice was Father Light. A bit of a less known deity of secrets and hidden things and dark magic and stuff was Mother Night. Goddess of night, secrets, hidden knowledge, and lore. Yeah. So Mother Night would not be something that any of you would really be in contact with because it has a lot of negative things. Besides Shofra, that has a backstory that's attached to it. Otherwise, like, if you believed in anything or had any spirituality, that would be for Father Light. So Marley Sambil would be Father Light. Yeah, Father Light. So question then. Azapina isn't particularly super religious, but would Noboro be? Like, would this have been a symbol he gave to her? Noboro? Noboro, her master. No, he wouldn't have given you any... Okay, so this is kind of like a trinket she just got. To her, it doesn't matter that much, so... It might have some value, but to her, she saw the value drop way, way low when all of a sudden... <laughs> but yeah, she'll pull it out and just be like, Well, I got this, and uh, you know, it is a powerful symbol. Like, I'm like kind of like schmacking it up. Really, it brings good luck to all. The uh, Blackbeard band sees the symbol, he takes it, and he says, Mother Light? Nice. Father Light. Father Light. Father Light. He says... Mother light. Oh, he says mother. Oh, he, says mother. he said mother. Yeah. Oh, he. Oh. No, so then we all correct. Mm. I was like, uh, yeah, father light. I thought, mother. <gasps> he got a frowns. He said, no, oh, mother light. Oh. I lost mine. Well, at least the symbol's the same. I like, kind of get close to like, So what you're saying is they go both ways. She, he's looking at you like very confused. He says, what do you mean? I. Do you have more than one god or just mother light? Is mother light a god? You? Yes, she is the mother of. Light. <laughs> I, and hearing that there's a slight disparity with the deities, Shofra pointedly decides not to bring out the holy symbol of Mother Night. Watch <laughs> <laughs> it be Father Night. Yeah. Yeah, it would be Father Night here, but I'm going by our Barovian terms. So I got this to, to add to the pot. He says, yeah, yeah, we'll take it. Oh, excellent. Shofra will pull... It's a club, just a basic club, but it's one that he's crafted himself over time. It's very well-crafted because he is a woodcarver, and he puts that into the pot. One of the men looks at it. They put the stuff, and everybody robbing whatever is put. Like, that pair of socks is being also looked at. I want the socks! Everybody are like, ooh. Is like, there any holes in it? <laughs> You're such a dad. <laughs> I'm going to bed. I'm not... Playing. <laughs> man, he picks up the club and he says, ah, that doesn't break the skin as much. I like it. He's <laughs> um. <laughs> one of those, ah, the beatings will continue until morale improves kind of guys. <laughs> Is Zana joining? Yeah. What do you want to put in the pot? I will put in my broken silver dragon pendant and I'll put that in. Okay. Oleg picks it up and he looks at it. He's turning it over and he's looking at it and he's like, what is this? I'm not 100% sure, but I believe this was, this belonged to an order of knights in Barovia that are, they were long since dead, but they were led at one point by the silver dragon. The image of Zmei is not a good sign. 
The what, sorry? The image of Zmei. Zmei? Is not a good sign. Zmei. So the dragon has a name? He says it's nice, but I am unsure. Is it silver, the dragon? It can take many colors. Hmm. The one in Barovia was only silver, and as far as I was aware, it was only ever good. But I can take this back and just put a single piece in. You're putting a silver piece? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll take it. Hey, you guys got some wood with this? Okay. Yeah, I like that double take. Wait, no, you, oh, you didn't screw up. Ah, clever. So, for the dart, I'm going to give you the rules. It's really easy. Each of you will have three darts, and you will make a ranged attack as with the dart. The dart board itself has an AC of 10, so to hit the target, you need to roll 10. Depending on your result, on a d20 plus your proficiency, whatever, if you have one, that will tell me where you hit on the target. Gotcha. So what, if you win, you take something from the pot that you want? Oh no, it's like the winner takes all. Take all, okay. Yeah, winner take all. Oh, oh, it's that kind of... okay. With any group of soldiers or guards or whatever, like, stuff in these pots circulates around non-stop because they just keep getting put back into the pot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's possible that whoever put those socks in, those have been passed around quite a few times. <laughs> Hopefully they washed it. <laughs> the sock? No, the, the pair of socks, like, everybody was like, mm, Oh, the new nice then, probably. new socks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That darts are finesse, so we can use strength. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll ask each of you to... I don't want a barrage, so... John, you can start with your three darts, and then we'll move to uh, somebody else. Sure. Can I roll my cure wounds before I go to bed? <laughs> Where are you healing yourself? My whole body hurts, ma'am. <laughs> like, within line of sight or not? In the dormitory, in the common room, while you're watching the game, while you're in the bathhouse, peeing. <laughs> where are you doing this? <laughs> uh, where? Um, would this put up by when... Uh, you don't know, that's why I'm asking. Yeah, but, but Asifina did magic, so did they... She went like this and it tasted like oysters and lemon. That was very, like... It's very cantrippy. And nobody liked it. Okay, fine, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> Why does healing in the in the outhouse sound like a euphemism? <laughs> That's kind of weird. <laughs> it is in so many ways. <laughs> Pulling a fast one in the back house. Yeah. That's something Freezing. <laughs> okay, so yeah, they rush you through the toilet and yeah, they direct you to the back house and you go there. It's a latrine, it's not nice, but you're using magic, so you know, like you get into a cabin and you do your thing. <laughs> At least it's not lay on hands. <laughs> I'm lay hands all over myself. <laughs> I need to touch myself. It's a touch spell. Yes, it is. <laughs> nice. Uh, good roll. Mm. Spend all of your spell slots? No. I think I'm gonna go for my eight dice, my remaining one. No, your eight dice only when I say you completed. Like, okay. Uh, so, Shufai, do you want to be the first one to go? Sure. So, he takes a sip of the artisanal vodka and just, because he hasn't tasted it before, he takes that first sip and after that there's a deep, like, as his nostrils clear. <laughs> oh, that is good. That is 
Good. <laughs> First dart throw. Nineteen. Okay. All right. Second. Oh, not 20. Oh. Hey, oh. Hey, it's a critical. <laughs> well, the first one is not... The other one is not a bull. It's not a bull's eyes, but the, the natural 20 definitely is. And then roll a, your third dart. He looks around. Zana, I have idea. Hmm? Take this dart and throw it at me. Are you certain about this? Absolutely. All right. I'll just, like, I'll throw it at him. But I'm not, like, like it's a soft throw. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a natural 20. I'm going to laugh my eyes off. Oh, very close. Very fucking close. She goes soft, but she aims straight at your face and you, like, catch it. It's one little hit. It'll reduce the damage completely and then, shoop, spending that key point to toss out of the dartboard. He's doing a good job. Oh, I just hit. So you have 54 points. <laughs> you have 54 points for you to be darts. Even with the botched deflect throw, it's still got <laughs> So we did what? So who else wants to go next? I want to go last. I'll go. So throw number one, 22. That's good. <laughs> Another 22. <laughs> no, you Wait. spit it in twain. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> natural one. That's still pretty good because that's above 20. So <laughs> Zana, you have 50 points. And then Asafina. Oh, I don't know if any of the guards want to go because I have a plan. Okay, you want to go last, last, last. I want to go last, last. Don't try to cheat. Not for any show off. I just worry <laughs> about what I'm going to do. <laughs> oh, no. So there, there will be three other competitors. Guard number one. He's got 15 points. And then number two, they can't be too great. But still 27, much better than the other one. And the last dude, 52 points. And John has 50 points. Let's go! So I'm gonna say uh, number three is Blackbeard. <laughs> He's a pretty cool. Awesome! Yep. And Asa it's your turn. Alrighty, I need to preface something. First throw, Normal. I'm just gonna toss it. Second throw. I like to throw it and then use my mage hand to just shove it into the dartboard. Okay. And then third throw. I want to throw it and catapult it. <laughs> oh boy. Hence why I wanted to go last because I don't know if the dartboard will survive this. So, but it's still still straight hits. Yeah. Yeah, still straight rolls and shit like that. I'm just having fun and I'm planning on repairing as needed. All right, that's fine. I like it. 19 is that's a hit. Better. Yeah, 7 is a miss. 19 is a hit. So so two hits. So that's plenty. Well, you're not the last one. You're second to last. Can you roll damage on your catapult just for the lull? Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, <laughs> so, no. <laughs> I know. We need to do this. And then I'm planning on repairing it, guys. <laughs> 11. The first one is just like, I'm tossing it. And I'm like distracted talk. Well, you know what? All you got to do is try and beat that guy. But who can do that? That's me. <laughs> and I throw it. Okay, next one. That's the one. And I throw it. And it kind of does the same thing as it nears it. It just goes chook into the thing. Just randomly catches a little speed right at the end. At the second throw, Shofra's kind of squinting at Asafina here. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, this is the one right here. And I just like, <laughs> like, I, you know, like really over enunciate or elaborate the throw it. Your full hand gripping the dart. <laughs> yeah, it's like a one punch man throw. Everybody stops talking. Just looking at the Safina. You're ruining it. 
<laughs> I didn't. Like, well, how many points is that? None. None? What are you talking about? Look at that. It's like, it's still in the wall. Well, like, if we just rebuild it and I put the the dart back in the board where the dart is. And it's on the tent. <laughs> and it's on the tent. And Blackbeard, he says, anyway, your friend won. <laughs> Good thing. <laughs> now do you have a way to repair our game? Ah, uh, yes. Hold on one second. Shofrak holds a hand up to Asafina. I can carve new one. Uh, I hold up two individual pieces of a dark board. <laughs> I have this. <laughs> How about this? I'll repair this, you make another one. That way they have two and they can throw with both hands. <laughs> Oleg, what you say? Oleg is looking at his companions. He's looking at you. A bit uncomfortable if you were putting him in the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> Oleg's a friend now. Well, he's the one in charge of us. He is in charge of us. The one with the black beard says, Well, Yuri, Yuri will make a new one. He's good at it. Right, Yuri? Yeah, sure, don't worry about it. It's fine. And he's looking in the pile of loot, and he's going to grab a small vial of alcohol, and he says, I take this for payment. <laughs> <laughs> good man. For me, as traveler and visitor, I do not want to take from you, fine gentlemen. No, 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 no. It's part of the game. You take. Either you take your due, or we get to the second place. I want the sacks! Just like in the back, like, give me the damn socks! <laughs> but the thing is, like, he looks at, like, these items that seem to have, like, a history here. He really does not want to take this from these, because these guardsmen do not have a lot as it is. Fine, be the good guy. He looks at the Blackbeard and says, The Bistani provided when times were hard for me. I do not want to do the same. And he gestures to Blackbeard and the pot. The man with the Blackbeard smiles a toothy grin, and he doesn't hesitate. He puts his hand on the pot and brings everything to him. Yep. Yoink! But I would emphasize, could we take sock? <laughs> no, I win. You destroyed the board. The big uh, man with the bushy beard takes the loot, he sifts through looking at everything. He takes the club and he tosses it to the blonde man who really coveted it. <laughs> mm -hmm. He takes everything in his arm and he's... Put it in the, his trunk. <laughs> drop it in his trunk. <laughs> yeah. I imagine internally he's like, yeah, nice speech, dude. Just give me the fucking pod. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I try and read the reaction from the other people that aren't Blackbeard? See what they thought of his gesture. Yeah. That's ten. I'd say your gut feeling is telling you the blonde man not to be trusted whatsoever. No shit. <laughs> It's like, hey, that's a good beating stick. Oh, God. <laughs> he got the stick back. You just gave him a beating stick, John. Yeah, before we leave town, he's going to come back and be like, hey, this stick beats some people up real good. I got to thank you, man. You're good with your time? You don't want to put, like, fortune? Nah, nah. What well, was the blonde guy the only read I got? From that time, yeah. That's the obvious read that you get. You know, fuck it. I'll make it 15. Wow. These guys are being... Pretty nice to you guys. Clearly, you're not in the bad graces of anyone here. They're being very cordial. You just have a flashback of the swollen faces, the missing teeth, the crooked arms and fingers. They're nice enough, but they seem to be like a nice pack of thugs. Bandits. Yeah, thugs, definitely. Yeah, yeah. They're being nice to you now. 
Because <laughs> we're not under them. <laughs> yeah. They got other people to beat with the stick you gave them, John. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's definitely a case of we look like we can fight back, yes. so... Kent, correction, it is a finely carved club. Get it right, it is not just a stick. <laughs> it's worse. A finely a- crafted club, excuse you. Finely carved beat stick. <laughs> Did it seem like they really got the message or gave a shit of what Chauffeur was trying to say? No. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> I almost thought, like, maybe it'll be one of those cases where, like, when you refuse gifts, they get offended. I know that's a thing in some places. Yeah, I gotta be careful. No, there. no, not at all. They just don't care. Greedy. No. Oh, yeah, but not here, no, but like at first I thought it might have been that, but yeah. Last thing I'm going to say, Zana, that board thing, if you guys have been like regular people breaking That would be this- a, yeah. We got yeah. the shit kicked out of us for it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a reason why I went last, guys. <laughs> Everybody's chewing their stick. They're not saying anything, but they're not happy about their plaything being broken. Come on, somebody had to have thought that was pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't change the fact that they don't have a dartboard anymore. <laughs> I know, but it's just kind of like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> like, damn. Hey, that bitch broke my playing board. Definitely. <laughs> Shuffer looks to Isafina and looks at the two pieces like, just give them to me. I will fix. Actually, you know, what we do is we align it this way, we make it more challenging, and then we make it move back and forth like this, <laughs> the top one move, and then the bottom one move back and forth. Make the game so much more challenging. I think of a little pulley system powered by water as it travels through. This will be revolutionary! <laughs> Don't say that word around these people. That's a no-no word, Cam. That is a no-no word. You should fix what you broke, though, if you can. I was about to. Is there any wood around or anything? Otherwise, I have my own. They don't have spare wood in the middle of the tundra, no. So, Shofran and his wood carvers get... Can't remember what the actual term for it is. Essentially, it'd be like a little knob where he would carve a hole out, and then he would glue that new piece in, and then do this... Then just carve out another hole in the other piece and put it back together. Goes to the beds where that they were assigned... He sets the drink down on the chest, and he pulls out his woodcarver's kit and starts going. To- I'll, I'll follow him into the room. Zana's going to start taking her armor off and just going back down to the tunic and trousers she wears underneath it and just putting everything away for the night. You know, that gesture of yours, giving up the pot, I think we can appreciate the sentiment, but I unfortunately feel as if it was perhaps wasted here. You saw the people that were getting food earlier, right? That line... You saw what they looked like, right? They weren't in the best condition. I... I, I've seen. I understand what you mean. That's not to say that we should spurn people who are less upstanding for it, but I think you should also know when a good gesture is appropriate. The Lord, I think, is the kind of man who might appreciate such a thing, but these people here... I feel would probably have stomped Isafina into the floor were we not here at the Lord's behest. Mm. You saw how infatuated that one guard was with your club. Yes, I see it. But I have learned a lot of lessons from living with Vistan. Because of my time with them, I try to see the best in peoples. No, I'm not saying you shouldn't, man. I appreciate the gesture. So you are saying that blunt men to be careful of? Oh, for certain. Granted, they don't know who they'd be fucking with, but there are quite a few of them. Yeah, but there were also many sailors. Too many. And now too few. 
they ran before we fought that thing that seemed to resist any effort to strike it down. Yes, we managed to get it in the end, but where did the others go? What happened? Why were we... The Lord said we were the first, which is odd considering how many jumped ship before we did. Well, consider how we barely made it here. We don't know how many actually got off. I think most didn't. But we never knew how many were on that ship in the first place. I hope as many people got to safety as they could, but we may never know. It may be best to put it behind us. All the answers probably lie at the bottom of the, of the ocean now. That weapon that flung something at me with that sound. He kind of sets the tool down and he puts his hand over where the bullet had struck him. May I see? She can look around and make sure there's not, like, other people around. No, there are other people around. Some of the guards are getting to bed as you guys are having this quiet conversation. These seem to be quite valuable, so we should probably wait until we're in a spot with less eyes. He looks to the guards and thinks about Zana's words and the small lesson she's trying to teach him, and he nods, and he looks to Zana and says, Thank you for your words, even with all these years under my belts. I still have much to learn. He pats him on the shoulder and gets him to bed herself. Shofra's sitting on the chest. He doesn't want to take up the bed just in case uh, somebody else in the group is using it, so he's gonna sit on the chest at the end of the bed and work on repairing the dartboard. Cam, did you want to do anything else before what? One thing? I will stand over Lucian in his unconscious form. It's like, one day I will get you at least one sock. <laughs> Perhaps two with two days. But for now, rest. <laughs> Rest, my friends. May the wolfer. Yeah, knee high socks. May the wolfer. <laughs> Just imagining Lucian and like <laughs> with that promise made. I see that they're talking, so I will go to playing with the grandfather clock idea. So I'll be taking like uh, different kinds of things and making pendulums out of them, like a string <laughs> and then like a rock or something like that. Just seeing the pendulums way. Anything in particular that you wish to do or say before actually bedding down? Shelfer is gonna he's gonna lay down. He's gonna go into his trance state pretty much. Not really sleep. There are covers, right? Yeah, there are covers. I would like to use the last three of my key points to just cast healing hands on myself while under the blanket. <laughs> These, All right. You know what? These lonely nights. Jeez. <laughs> well, a whole lot of innuendo going on lately. It's a good thing you didn't get the socks. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real reason everybody was so hyped about the clean socks. Oh, no. Now, okay. Here's the real question Do we leave that one in or not? <laughs> Despite its poor taste, the DM decided to keep it in. I am back to full HP after expending. Excellent. As all of you bed down, Lucian, because you went to bed first, I would like you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Oh no. 24. Alright, yeah, you're having a nice sleep. <laughs> Can I roll my eight dice then? <laughs> Yes. Oh, I'm gonna sleep. <laughs> Dana, can you make a wisdom saving throw, please? K 
Can you jump into the voice channel called Secret Tunnel, please? Oh, Secret Tunnel! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get out. <laughs> I kind of forgot that she's oh, in the same room as me. How did you forget that? Under you sleep, you dream. I would like to know, can you tell me, what's your deepest fear, Azana? Hmm. I think it would be that despite essentially having sacrificed so much that any and all of the good that she's tried to foster either in herself or other people ends up being for nothing anyway. Your sleep is uncomfortable. You dream mostly of the people that you've lost. The dead. The people who have joined the mist. The one that you have heard in the mist. They are still calling for you. And in this dream, it's like you've given a second chance to perhaps answer them. Do you? Or do you double down? No, I think she doubled down. Because... She's already, for the most part, moved on as, as much as she can. And it's better to continue moving on with that rationalization from it rather than going back on it. When you will wake up, you'll remember those dreams in a hunting way. And you still hear their voice. But mostly there is one sentence that kind of sticks in your mind. And it says, made of stone, made of stone. And it feels almost like a... As if someone is pointing a finger at you and saying that you, you are heartless, more or less. Mm. And that's it. We can return into the regular voice chat. We're back! Bad news, guys. We're all dead. Zana is dead. She died in her sleep. Sweet. Wait, We're going to move on. Yeah. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was amazing. Perfect way to dip out. Shofra, same thing. Can you make a wisdom saving throw, please? 17. You have a nice rest. Am I doing that now, Mini? Yes, or am I free? please. Okay. Yes. Oh, <laughs> dirty 20. Right. I don't die. All good. Cool. Yeah, everybody, you're able to level up. Yeah. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Just to be sure, I have one level of exhaustion now, and the bad sleep counter set as zero. I want to try and get rid of my stress. Yeah, so exhaustion is down. With level ups, are we doing the full health restore or no? No, we're not. Oh, okay. <laughs> God Should damn. use all your luck points. I will spend a hit dive to try and get rid of the stress points. Fuck. Let's oh, go. Nice. There you go. So if we're five and we get half our hit dice, only two, right? It's round up for hit dice always. Okay. Oh, okay. Morning comes. You guys are actually getting roused up by some of the guards that are getting ready. You see that there seems to be like a change of shift. It's up to you. You guys are not in a hurry to do anything. You guys know what you need to do. But the day seems to be starting pretty slowly. It's pretty cold in the dormitory. It has kept like a comfortable temperature because of all the bodies sleeping together. But it's still crisp inside. Since because of the trance and I only have to quote-unquote sleep for the four hours, at the end of that four hours, he's gonna just take the time and finish fixing the dartboard. Since you'll be awake but doing light stuff, uh, would you be staying in the dormitory section where it's really, really dark? Or would you move into the common room where there's like... I would say he, for more comfortable space and for more light, he'd probably move into the common room. Because I don't think you want to use woodworking tools in the dark. 
Yeah, probably not. Can you roll a perception check as you're doing that? Wow. Oof. <laughs> I will bump that up by two to get a ten, so I at least get something out of it. You notice that some of the guards that are not on shift, and you can tell because they're wearing commoner clothing, some of the men wake up in the middle of the night and they go outside. And they're going for a good while, and then they come back later. He takes notice of it and makes a mental note to let the rest of the group know when they wake up in the morning. Okay. I'll just go make my way into the main room. Are people serving up breakfast or whatever? The breakfast hasn't been served, but you you can tell that the men are waiting for it. Alright, I'll just go chill there and grab some water and start waking up. Azafina wakes up, probably from people moving in, as it'll trigger the alarm. It's like, ah, pendulum socks! Oh, oh. Good morning. Thank you for not stabbing with spear. <laughs> Oleg is looking down at you. He's probably the one who saw that you didn't get up by yourself and went to... You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Breakfast will be served soon. Perfect. And I still would like to offer, of course, the magic, if you want. No, thanks. You'll come around soon. I'll mosey on through. The whistle sounds, and now that you're closer, it's even louder. Not long after that, there is one of the guard that comes in with another big, big pot. It's fuming, it's warm. He puts it down on the table. And for the this morning, you guys are having oatmeal. There's a bit of honey as well. When are you guys thinking of going down into the mines? I'd like to actually pick your brain on that. Mostly, what experience have you down there? problems that you experience or hear about from other people? It's hard work. The people here, they don't last so long. He sounds real broken about that. (laughs) Do tell. Last so long like they retire early, or... (laughs) No, they die off of exhaustion. Ah. Most of them. Their minds... It's a lot of work, and their living conditions aren't as nice as ours. It's a punishment to be sent here. For the workers, I mean. Why dissenting? Oh, they're criminals. There's a bit of everything. We have murderers, petty thieves, adulterers. We have public nuisance. A bit of everything. Isafina just gets a little bit lower under the table. (laughs) All I'm thinking of right now is... I can't remember what show it was, but it was... You overcook fish, straight to jail. You undercook fish, believe it or not, you go straight to jail. (laughs) You're the best country in the world because of jail. (laughs) (laughs) Because of jail, yeah. The people here, they're not all of them are stable when they come here. And just the hard work, it just kind of pushes them over some of them. And Uh, why would you be a guard here? It pays for their pay. It pays pretty well. And it's not such a hard job for us. We just have to keep an eye and make sure that... There's no rebellion? Yeah. And, you know, we had one just very short lately, so we had to crack down on them a little bit. It hadn't happened in a while, though. But that won't be a problem when we go down. I am guessing that the Lord has made sure that you could defend yourself. We're here. We've broken the rebellion that just happened. They should be pretty tame now. And they can't move really fast, though. They're tied to their cart anyway. So if something happens, just, like, step away, and you'll be fine. Will they already be down there once we get there? Well, the longer you wait, yes. The only time that the mine is completely shut down is at night. 
they do need some rest. Would they try and mislead us if we asked about these sightings or hearings that we're investigating? You can talk to them. Whether they'll answer or not, that's really up to them. You can beat some answer out of them if that's what you need. But try not to damage the workers too much. It's going to come up for our bait. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you guys want to ask Oleg? As for what you've encountered, any particular turn or pass no go down, false part of mine or fall in? There's no fall in per se. There's like the older part of the mine that's been abandoned more or less because we don't need to go there for the salt. The salt has been carved out already, so we don't go there anymore. So that's, that's the first level of the mine, and now we're digging lower. The elevator will bring you to the current platform that we're using. Elevator? And that's where all the reports have come from? People in the condition here, in the conditions that they are, they tell stories to make life easier for themselves. They have this whole story. <laughs> That's just horseshit though. Like it's just like stories of helpers in the mines. Well real or not, that's what we were hired to do. So we just want to know where we should look. These creatures, the little dwarves, I guess, they help the good people. Whatever that means in a place like here where it's all pretty bad people. But some people, they claim that they see these dwarves and they help in their suffering and heal them or will work for them instead of them. But it's stories to make the workload seem lighter. What do these dwarves supposedly look like? Often they're described <laughs> as young girls or women. They live under the earth, yeah. We have stories of those creatures everywhere in Lamordia. That's not just here. It's a common folklore, I guess. Could I do a history check or something similar for similar stories? Sure. History will not get the best of me because the exhaustion level's gone, right? From the long rest. Yep. If you had one, yep. <laughs> just checking. <laughs> Thirteen. Woohoo. The folk idea of creatures that live under the earth, that's not unheard of. Sometimes they go under the name of dwarves, gnomes, Durgar. From the outsiders, you would have heard that these are actual people. They were not from Barovia. Either the dwarves, the Durgar, they're actual creatures. But little girls, that sounds a bit a variant of some sort. Sounds like a bunch of dudes stuck in a prison. Ole, come. He's gonna come your way? Here, I finish this after I sleep. Hey, boys, look! And he shows the board to everybody, and everybody nods, and everybody's pretty happy about the repair of the dartboard. And he's just gonna go hang in, and it's like, good as new! Excellent, thanks! There's another really loud sound of the whistle. Ooh. And you see, like, Oleg snaps to uh, attention more or less, and he says, well... The workers are going down now. I don't know if you want to wait until they're like at work or just let me know when you want to go. I'll be waiting with you until you're ready to go. Would you say guarding for us? I'm not guarding you. You're welcome to do whatever you want. I'm just to make sure that you keep your end of the bargain and actually go down in the mines. After that, you're free to do whatever you want. I would like to speak at least with one of prisoner. I know it'll probably make me depressed beyond belief, but... The workers, sure. I mean, you can talk to them once you're down there. They'll be heading out anyway. 
most of the guards are at work now. They're looking at you like a bit awkwardly. Okay, you guys good? <laughs> Need anything else? How are we going now? <laughs> Is there any supplies that we could have? I am minus rope. I would like to have rope. A rope? You don't have rope? I had to use rope to not die. I could probably find your rope, sure. That would be wonderful. And also potentially more torch, because going to darkness, I know sea well, which is totally a lie. <laughs> it's lit over there. No, 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 no. It's, it's fine. The workers are not working in darkness. I mean, yes, it's a punishment, but they need to be able to work. No, you should be fine. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yes. Yep. He will bring you into the main room. It's like the big warehouse type of building that you saw when you were in with the steeple that had the whistle on top of it. He brings you to... It's not quite a back room. It's definitely... There's a hall and there's another room behind it. And that's where there is a huge cage-like contraption. That's the elevator. And so he... That's elevator? No... You guys understand, like, the principle just by looking at it. It's a big cage and it goes into the ground and it's clearly... There are, like, ropes to bring it down. Like the, the other dude? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's not a locked cage. It's a really large thing that probably a 15 or so people could fit on the platform. Is it manually powered? It's hard to tell. You don't see anything. There's a lever inside of the cage... You see all legs, kind of those foldable X metal doors. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he just pushes that to the side and lets you come in. He grabbed the rope on the way there, so he gives you, uh, as if he not, 30 feet of hemped rope. So you guys enter this big platform cage thing. Oleg links the door back on and he pulls the lever down. Nothing happens for a little while and then slowly it starts shaking and you guys slowly descends into the earth. you enjoyed this episode of uncreated tune back in two weeks from now to discover what happens next meanwhile you can head over to milestonerpg.com to read this episode's companion the gm log the gm log deepens the lore of uncreated while divulging details about the mechanics of the game it has homebrew items handouts and other goodies to follow along with the podcast and so much more and finally, if you like our podcast, recommend us to your friends. Come and say hi on the website. Leave comments. We're excited to engage with all of you. You can also rate and review us on your favorite listening platform that helps to spread the word. See you in two weeks. And in the meantime, don't touch the mist. <laughs>